0: hello and welcome to kel talks the podcast this is episode three and this is just about a few questions that i want to ask you or i want you to ask yourself so first things first again i want to just say a huge thank you to everybody who's listened to my podcast episodes so far Uh, if you have any feedback or any questions or topics you would like to ask me about, or maybe want me to talk about on future podcast episodes, please pop me a message on Instagram. So you can get in touch with me on Instagram at, at Kelly Lee Evans or at Eat Train Love UK. And yeah, ask me any questions you've got or any struggles you have, and it will kind of direct the way we go forward in the future episodes. For now, let's get back to today's discussion. So a few questions I want you to ask yourself. Question number one, how do This sounds like a test, doesn't it? Question number one. (laughs) Insert dramatic music here. Um, How do you talk to yourself? So this is a really interesting one because I don't think we realise sometimes how we talk to ourselves because it's not always out loud. It's sometimes just in the way we think, in the way that we speak, but maybe not obviously. So we're not maybe obviously self-critical or obviously kind of speaking down or playing down our yeah, like how we act and our lives. But it, it does happen quite a lot. I know sometimes I catch myself saying it or I guess in the field that I work in, sometimes I'll be having conversations with some of my friends who also work as coaches or therapists and they will say, did you hear what you just said? And then I reflect on it and go, oh my gosh, yeah, that if I do that every single day, it's not going to contribute to personal development, personal growth, to me being a yeah, like a happier person. I think this is all about developing self-awareness. So what I mean by how do you talk to yourself? Are you unkind, whether that's consciously or unconsciously? Are you somebody who almost like takes the mick out of yourself as a way of coping rather than starting to actually have conversations with yourself, uh, accepting things about yourself or the way you talk to yourself, whether it's about the way you look, the way you dress, the way you handle things. Like, for example, I think sometimes, you know, if we go to fitness and aesthetics I think quite a lot of us have issues with body image because of how we talk to ourselves when we get dressed in the morning or when we get undressed and rather than accepting our body for how it is and then doing things which may may improve our health fitness and may improve the way our body looks or the confidence around the way we feel about our body we instead kind of put ourselves down so we'll look in the mirror and be like oh yeah I look quite great except I don't like this about myself or I just don't like this about myself oh I wish I looked like somebody else like quite often the way we discuss that or even think about that with ourselves is is like yeah it's not it's unkind it's not nice and it's not helpful either And it's also, and this is the discussion I quite often have with clients, it's not the way we would speak to somebody else. And I think that's really key. And that's what I want you to think about when we're talking about how do you speak to yourself. Do you speak to yourself like you would speak to another, like you would speak to a family member or a friend? Do you say the same things to yourself or think the same things about yourself as you would to another person? Because I certainly in the past have been super, super harsh with myself like whether it is about body image or to be honest, quite often with me, it's about like calling myself silly when I do something that might be wrong um, or might seem wrong or might have made somebody laugh like at my expense almost when actually it wasn't silly. It was just one of those things. It's just funny. Like um, whereas I almost berate myself um, with work, sometimes I'm uber critical. And I know that's quite common across people who are business owners or um yeah, busy professionals, we are quite harsh with ourselves. And I think that's one there is an element of using that as a self-reflection tool to better yourself and to better the way you work you work or to better the way your business works. However, constantly like berating yourself and being self-critical is not helpful. So would you speak to others, so I know that I wouldn't, so I know that I wouldn't look in the mirror and be like, you look a bit rough today. I, don't, I wouldn't say to my mate, like, oh, like, hi, how are you? You look a bit rough today. Like, that's just not how I operate. I'd probably ask them if they're okay. I would, well, I know I would ask them if they're okay. If I thought they don't look themselves today, they don't look as kind of thriving today, I would be like, I wonder why that is. I wonder if they're struggling. I wonder if they need some support. I wonder if there's any, you know, if they need somebody to listen, are you okay? And then I would wait for the response and then... Like if it was a client in a coaching capacity, I would try and help them navigate that, same as a friend. So would, would, maybe it's time that we do that ourselves. Would we do that to ourselves? I don't think we would. And I think that's one thing I want you to think about. If you are being critical, maybe ask you that question, why am I being harsh on myself? Is it because I do look a bit rough? And have I been looking after myself? Have I been doing all the things that help me operate at the level I want to be operating at? Have I been doing all the things to make my skin glow, to make me feel confident about myself? Have I been taking those daily actions? Have I been creating those habits? Have I been doing all those things? Ask yourself why you have that thought about yourself. And if there is something you can do to work, work on it. So yeah, I want you to think about that. Another thing I want you to think about is and this is something I actually heard today, the way you talk to yourself and others is that unclear is unkind and clear is kind. So if you have kind of vague conversations with yourself or with others, it's a bit unclear about what you're going to be doing. It's not, it's not kind. And I think part of that is, you know, communication with others. So if you're Rather than being direct with the way you're feeling and therefore it might be, a you know, maybe that's a difficult conversation to have, but actually means that you are both given the opportunity to have that discussion rather than being vague about the way you're feeling and then not being, not giving the other person the opportunity to have that discussion with you. I was translating that to myself. So if I am not clear with what I want myself to do, and if i'm not clear with what are my boundaries and what are my non-negotiables and what are the things i want to achieve if i'm not clear about those how is that being kind to myself because actually being unclear with what i ha- what expectation i'm setting for myself is therefore being unkind to myself so yeah there's just a little thought that kind of popped into my head when i was when i heard that phrase it was playing on my mind over and over and it, i think it's totally valuable when it comes to business communication with others what personal communication relationship communication is that unclear is unkind clear is kind I think it's Brené Brown that I heard that from uh, her books are amazing by the way you should totally go and have a, a, a listen I listen to all my books or read um, but yeah I want you to think about the same applies to yourself if you're not clear on what your expectation is of yourself if you're not clear with the way you feel about yourself then you're not being as kind to yourself as you think So just, yeah, have a little think about that. And then the other thing I want to share about how do you touch yourself is compassion. So I think we have this thing with compassion where we are super duper like kind to ourselves in the self-care, self-care, box of chocolates, self-care. I'm not gonna go to the gym today, self-care. I'm just gonna have a lazy morning with Netflix. I'm not saying any of those things are not okay by the way, all of those things are okay. However, sometimes we allow ourselves to have all of those things because they're packaged as self-care, right? But then we don't have the same viewpoint of things that actually do benefit our health, such as walking, you know, going for that run that you said you would go on, going to the gym, stretching, drinking your water, eating your protein, getting vegetables in, all of that stuff, which we all know we should do, but for some reason, we almost think, ah, oh, but it's self care. And we package it as like, oh, I'm not going to do that today because, you know, self care. Whereas that would be, you know, that would be of benefit to you. And I think I said on one of the previous podcasts, one of my favorite things to say to myself is, like, future care will be grateful of this decision. Future care will be grateful of this action. And I'm going to credit my friend for this because, um, she she actually said i i'm gonna coin that like I said this I have definitely heard it before i before we had the conversation, but we have had many conversations recently, and she's also a business owner, and we've had many conversations about you know how do you talk to yourself, whether you prioritize yourself all of that stuff and because we both now say say this phrase, we both now use it on each other, and it's really powerful so Yeah, again, credit to my friend for keeping continuously reminding me of this phrase, like you need to think about whether future you will be grateful of that choice. There obviously are times when it might be better to rest, of course. And I think we need to become self-aware to know when those times are, but to also know when to call yourself out and know that you're just packaging being lazy or you're just packaging like doing the unhelpful thing as self-care when actually it's not. So uh, my my phrase alongside that is to be firm, but fair. So I think with others, we would be firm, but kind, firm, but fair. um, But we're not always like that with ourselves. We're sometimes just fair or just kind. And I think we should always be like, call ourselves out, be like, actually, no, you said you were going to do that. So let's get it done. Or, you know, we know, I know you're tired and I know that, you know, life is a little bit crazy right now, but future year will thank you if you do this today. Like this is, this is going to keep you on course in the direction you travel in. So let's just do it. And then we can have a little half an hour, sit down and watch a Netflix or whatever. So yeah, I think sometimes we need to be mindful about letting ourselves off the hook and versus, you know, in package to self care versus being compassionate um, and firm, but fair. Like this will be helpful if we get this done. Okay, question number two, do you know what your values are? So the reason I ask this is because quite often as a coach and quite often on social media, you'll hear people talk about knowing your why and your why being the thing that keeps you going, even on the difficult days, the things that keep you going, even when it's dark at 5am, when you wake up for your 6am session, even when it's raining and you know you need to get out for a run, even when you, you know, when... I don't know, whenever you need to do something and you were going to make another choice, that your why drives you forward. Same with business. I think I quite often translate it because I think, you know, for me, it's really relevant. A lot of the same, you know, things translate. It's really important to know your why. But if you don't know what your values are, you'll find it really hard to understand your why. So I don't know if you know much about values, but if you don't, pop me a DM because I will send you a little bit of a... um, yeah, a little bit of a kind of explanation of values and some suggestions suggestions or a values list for you to have a look through and maybe pick the ones that you might find are important to you. But basically they're things that are super important. What is important to you? And these can be formed in like tons of ways. So they can be formed based on like your upbringing, schooling, family, um, lots of different things can form what becomes your values, but also your values might be wildly different to other people around you. So they might be different to your friends, they might be different to your family, they might not necessarily be completely the same as your partner, although you're likely to have similar ones um, if you're in a relationship, um, especially if you've been in a relationship for a while. Uh, but yeah, so for me, like I'm gonna list off a few, um, and some of these are my values. So for me, fitness, well-being, integrity, family, personal growth, nature, freedom, adventure, courage, community, resilience. So they're just a few. And like I said, pop me a message if you want to have the full list of values or a bigger list of values for you to have a look through. But those are the things that are important to me. And then they then help me inform what is my reason for showing up to work? What is my reason for keeping myself fit, for making sure that I focus on my health and wellbeing, look after my nutrition? What is my why? And it's a a combination of all those things. I think I've said in the past, one of my, my, my main why is that I want to be able to say yes to cool adventures and I don't want my fitness and wellbeing to be the reason I have to say no. So And I guess, again, freedom. I want to be able to say yes. I ideally don't want time or money to be an issue or the main reason I say no, of course, there's, you know, constraints. We all have responsibilities. I've got a business, I've got clients, I've got a dog. I can't run away. (laughs) But I think in reality, you know, opportunities arise. And for me, that's my why is a combination of a lot of those values is I, you know, I want to be able to say yes. And another thing, obviously I don't have children. I do. I class my dog as my child, but I don't have children, but I do have a really good close family and some really close friends. And for me, I want to be as fit and healthy so that I can do things with my family and friends so I can spend time with my family and friends so that I can be present when I spend time with my family and friends. And that's super important to me and that's again another reason why i you know do what i do and why i encourage others around me to do to, to maintain their health and fitness as well community and i think that is probably noticeable in the reason that etl exists and that we have an awesome community because community is super important to me i have been someone who you know has wanted to get started on a fitness journey in the past and kind of realized that i don't i don't actually have a community of people who are I didn't have a community of people who would say yes to cool things to me all the time, um, but you know your energy and the energy you surround yourself with is contagious. So I created a community, and then from that drew in a few, like like-minded people who have created even more of a community with me, um, to the point that you know. We say yes to probably too many things now, but yeah, um, that's again, do you know what your values are? Do you know what's important to you? Because those things will inform your why and that will then drive you forward in, yeah, achieving or staying on course to achieve what you want to achieve. Do you set boundaries and do you respect them? Do you set non-negotiables for yourself and stick to them? So boundaries are basically, If you were to imagine there's a list or a list with a line down the middle and one side is what is okay and the other side is what is not okay, your boundaries are that. It's what is okay and what is not okay. So you should know what your boundaries are or should have some boundaries in your life. Um, You will have, you just might not call them that. Um, And you may not communicate them to others and actually to yourself as well as you could, and you may not be as firm with them as you could. So this isn't something that you just should do. I hate shoulding myself into things. This is something that is something that's in your control and it's you setting boundaries of what is okay and what is not okay, which will help you live optimally day to day and moving forward in your life. Then your non-negotiables. So for me, non-negotiables are things like getting outdoors every day, having a morning routine, um, movement every day, Drinking water every day, having an evening wind down routine. Now, these are, I say they're non negotiables, they need to become non negotiables, but this is a practice. This is not just something you just suddenly do and then it's always perfect. This is a practice where you continue to kind of go, No, these, I know these are really important in my life. I know these help me operate and be present and, you know, achieve all the things I want to achieve. So these are non negotiables. These are so important, they can't be negotiable. Um, And this is where one of the things I've been talking a lot about lately is where we kind of have the something, the something scale where we've got nothing at one end, all at the other, which is your optimal, and then your something in the middle, which means then you could have, rather than being all or nothing, you're actually working between minimal and optimal in that something area. Now, obviously, what we'd want to achieve is mostly we'd be working at trying to be as close to optimal as we can every day so as close to being like these are the things I know will make me literally live my life optimal have optimal energy optimal strength I'm going to like literally be showing up at optimal in every aspect of my life if I do these things now life doesn't work like that does it so sometimes you're going to find that you, need to prob- you probably just will be at the minimal end of the scale, but what we don't want is we don't wanna be in the nothing end. We wanna make sure that our minimal, which is basically our minimal level of non-negotiables, and then our optimal are like, but if everything, if all the stars aligned every single day, I would be able to achieve these things, or if I want to achieve something quicker, I need to be operating more at the optimal level than the minimal level. But I just want you to think about that scale. Uh, and then, Yeah, just on that subject as well, like I'm saying about the all or nothing, for me, the analogy I use a lot is about not slashing all your tires when one has a puncture. So sometimes we kind of, something goes wrong and then rather than, you know, it's impossible for us to hit one or two non-negotiables today because of X circumstance, but rather than just accepting that and still getting the rest ticked off, we slash all the tires and then just basically give up a total nothing day, like rubbish. And then we probably give up the rest of the week. What's the point? What's the point now? Because that day's been rubbish. I want you to think about not slashing all your tyres. So one day that you don't achieve your non-negotiables is not going to have a massive difference if tomorrow you then hit all your non-negotiables. Whereas actually not doing it for a week or then not doing it for a month or having a complete meltdown might So you need to think about that. And also thinking that if those two non-negotiables don't happen on one day, but the other three or four you've set yourself do, again, it's not a bad day. It's just a day that we didn't quite get everything, but do you know what? We did tick off everything that we could. So I want you to think about that figuratively speaking, just repair the tire that has the puncture and then continue on with your journey. So final one, do you book yourself in? so do you schedule your stuff the things that are important to you do you book yourself in your calendar like you do other people so do you schedule your fitness do you schedule your stretching yoga meditation do you schedule in you time each week do you book in your fitness sessions like they are absolute non-negotiable appointments like dentist appointments that are impossible to get do you prioritize yourself in the way you prioritise others. Because if you don't, this is the aeroplane analogy, which is cheesy as, but I'm gonna go with it anyway, when you have to put your mask on before you put on the mask of others. And everyone always goes, well, that's silly, because of course I put on my child's first. Well, yeah, of course you'd want to, but actually if you can't breathe, you then can't put your child's mask on. And in reality, in a fitness and wellbeing sense, I think sometimes, and I'm super guilty of it with my clients, I'm super guilty of it and have been in past relationships where I prioritise others before myself and it comes back to bite you, it comes back to bite you in the form of your mental and physical health, it comes back to bite you in the form of not achieving things you want to achieve but seeing other people achieve theirs and I know it's really difficult when it's your children but still they will have a healthier life if their mum also prioritises themselves or their dad also prioritizes themselves actually what you're going to do is set them up to continuously make sure they also prioritize themselves because they see their parents do it and the same in a relationship if you're in a relationship and you're supporting your partner to you know look after their health achieve you know fitness related goals it's super important that you also do the same for yourself and that you set that expectation in your relationship and the same in work if you support people in in your work to achieve great things you also need to then set the expectation that it's really important for you to maintain your fitness and well-being and actually you might and well my is probably not enough you will perform more optimally in all the areas of your life if you prioritize yourself if you book yourself in and if you make yourself as important as everybody else in your life because you will be able to show up better in all those aspects of your life too so have a little listen to those again if you need to but yeah basically how do you talk to yourself do you know what your values are do you set boundaries and respect them do you set non-negotiables and do them and do you book yourself in I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, then pop me a message or comment on the posts that'll be on the on my Instagram or whatever. Um, and yeah, like I said, any questions, pop me a message, and have a great day.